0: Good afternoon, I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball.
1: And I'm Gemma Ryan, it's Thursday the 25th of March.
0: In your Sport Today, we preview the final round of the AFLW and the Soccer World Cup qualifiers are bringing attention to human rights in Qatar.
1: Plus the Matildas will play Germany in the lead up to the Olympics and the Olympic torch relay begins in Japan. All right, let's dive
0: in. The final round of the AFLW season starts tomorrow night and the luck of the draw will see the top six teams playing each other as several others hope for a win to keep their finals dreams alive. It's a big round, Jem. What's the lowdown?
1: There's a lot of moving parts to this round, Greg, so I'll try and keep it simple, but we also will put a link in the episode notes for those who want more details. Six teams go through to the finals, Greg, and as we head into the last round of the main season, five teams have already secured their spot. Brisbane, Collingwood, Adelaide, Fremantle and Melbourne. So with one finals berth up for grabs, the fortunes of the Western Bulldogs, North Melbourne, Carlton and GWS are the ones to watch out for. My pick for the game to watch is North Melbourne Kangaroos versus Fremantle Dockers on Saturday Avo The Roos are currently in sixth, so they need a convincing win over the Western Australians here in fourth place to book their final
0: spot. And following on from that one, Jem, the next best game to watch out for will be the Carlton Blues versus GWS Giants on Sunday afternoon, as that will be a live decider for that last final spot. That's only if the Roos lose, though. And at the other end of the table is the match between the Gold Coast Suns and Geelong. They're squaring off to avoid the less coveted wooden spoon after winless seasons for both teams. Norway and the Netherlands have used the Soccer World Cup qualifiers this week to draw attention to human rights issues in Qatar ahead of next year's event. This comes off the back of a report last month that found over 6,500 workers have died in Qatar since they won the right to host the World Cup 10 years ago.
1: It's well documented that many immigrant workers in Qatar are exploited, and with all the infrastructure being built for the World Cup, how workers are being treated is increasingly under the microscope. Earlier this week, Greg, the Netherlands coach said in a press conference that there's a question as to where the team should go if they qualify as, quote unquote, everyone knows what is happening there is not good. He also acknowledged the argument in favour of going, which is that the tournament could bring global attention to the problem. Fast forward to last night, and Norway's players wore T-shirts highlighting the human rights issue
0: as well. Facing this pressure, Qatar has made some changes recently to dismantle its labour system, including increasing the minimum wage and ditching laws that required workers to get permission to change jobs or leave the country. But human rights groups say it's not enough, and as the World Cup approaches, this likely won't be the last we hear of these kinds of protests from the global soccer community, Jim? No, I don't think so either. In other soccer news, it was announced overnight that the Matildas will face off against defending Olympic champions Germany in a friendly match leading up to the Tokyo Games. It's the first match for the Aussie squad since qualifying for the Olympics a year ago, but only players already based overseas will be allowed to take part, Gem.
1: And that's down to Football Australia's safety protocols for COVID-19, of course. Luckily for the Matildas, a large portion of the team are already based internationally, with many playing in the UK or Europe already. It'll be the first match for new coach Tony Gustafsson too, who says he's thrilled to have the team come together to play, especially as they'll be playing a team of the calibre of Germany as part of Australia's Olympics preparation. He's also said he's hoping to secure more matches like this for the squad. And while we don't yet know who will be playing against Germany, we do know that in captain Sam Kerr, currently playing for Chelsea, will be leading the team.
0: The match will take place at Britta Arena in southwest Germany on Saturday the 10th of April and fans here in Australia will be able to catch the game just after midnight live on KO. The Matildas haven't met Germany in a match since their 2-0 draw back at the 2016 Rio Olympics. I
1: can be pretty excited for that one, eh, Greg?
0: Should be a cracker. One year later than originally planned, the Olympics torch relay got underway today in Fukushima, Japan. The relay will follow a circuit around the whole country, but as you might imagine, Gem, it's not going to be quite as normal or without its challenges.
1: Yep, it'll pass through all 47 prefectures or districts, including past landmarks like Mount Fuji. There's 10,000 runners scheduled to take part and small crowds of spectators will be able to line the street. But no one's allowed to cheer or attend today's launch ceremony. Some runners have already dropped out, and if too many people turn up, they'll suspend parts of the relay. The organisers are hoping that despite all this, the relay will bring the Olympic spirit to its people and connect locals to the event, where there has been some mixed sentiments leading up to the Games in July, obviously thanks to coronavirus.
0: The flame was lit in Olympia in Greece last March before the pandemic hit worldwide, and the flame has been on display in Japan ever since. The relay will run for 121 days and wrap up, as expected, in Tokyo at the opening ceremony on July 23. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update, or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, in the NRL, it's the grand final rematch tonight, Penrith Panthers v Melbourne Storm. The Storm, of course, won last year's premiership, but this time they won't have Cam Smith, who retired, and star fullback Ryan Pappenhausen is out injured. Penrith will be without co-captain Nathan Cleary, as we mentioned yesterday, but they still go in favourites in what most experts are tipping will be a very tight game. That's on Channel 9, Foxtel and K.O. Sports.
1: Now, Greg, I reckon you're going to have to flick between channels tonight, though, because tonight is also Carlton v. Collingwood in the AFL. Mm -hmm. Now, this is particularly big. As you mentioned earlier in the week, the MCG crowd capacity will be up to 75,000 fans. And if it gets to that number, it'll be the world's biggest crowd since the pandemic started. There's no clear favourite going into the game and historically they're tied at 127 wins each since their first game in 1897. So whoever wins tonight will get some pretty cool bragging rights. That'll be on Channel 7 of Foxtel and KO Sports.
0: Good night for footy. (laughs) Yeah. A bit of an update from us here at Sport Today. We're moving to a a. 7am release time from next Monday the 29th. We want to be here for you when you guys need us most. And it turns out that's first thing in the morning. We'll still be here for you tomorrow, Arvo. But after that, we'll catch you on Monday morning. Thanks for tuning in, as always, and we'll catch you tomorrow.